Hi, my name is Tina, and I talk a lot. So I figured I may as well put these vocal cords to good use. You know what? This isn't my first podcast, but it just might be my last. See, my passions are probably not unlike yours. They're plentiful and kind of all over the place. I can hardly be defined by one area of expertise when it comes to my business. And I love things like wiener dogs, a good game night, and books. All the books. So honestly, it just made sense to brand me. This brings us to the show. Tina talks a lot. I think you may just get a kick out of it. Hello, hello, everybody. Today, we are going to jump into one of my favorite conversations, and this is all about communication. Communication is actually one of my top five strengths. You may have heard that on the podcast uh, earlier this week. And I love diving into it more and more, learning more about this uh, strength, uh, but learning more uh, in different ways to communicate, whether that be with my team, uh, my spouse, my kiddos, friends and family, just learning to communicate. Now, it's funny that communication is in my top strength sometimes. I think that that's funny sometimes because my hubby will often tell me that I leave little pieces out. One time we were on a trip in New York. And for those of you that have either, you know, just visited there, maybe you live there and this is not your, your, <laughs> you're already part of it. But if you visited there, um, you'll ask a New Yorker for directions. And it's like the shortest answer. And there's so many things that need to be filled in for you to actually know uh, what they're talking about. Um, but you, so you might have to ask a few people is the point <laughs> or ask them a few questions and if they're willing to give you more answers. Right. And so my husband will often tell me, well, that was a New Yorker response uh, because it's so short and it leaves out so much information. And so I laugh when I say that communication is one of my top strengths. If he was in the room right now, while I was recording this. Uh, he would probably get a little bit of a kick out that out of that for that reason and that reason only. But I digress. So I am going to give you some four tips for specifically your team communication. And these are things that I've learned from being uh, having a staff uh, that was actually in location uh, with me. And then, of course, now having a team of people uh, that uh, look to me for advice and strategy and connection because they are actually on my doTERRA team. Now, every single person on my doTERRA team, it is really actually their own business. They get to run it how they want and do what they want. Um, so they can come to me, but they don't, they don't have to, right? This is their own, their own thing. More than likely though, in network marketing situation, people chose to be a part of your, your team because they actually want to be uh, mentored uh, by you. So a couple things to think about. So I've got four, four tips specifically. So number one is to be fluid and really being fluid is all about adaptability. Learning that Everyone has a different way uh, that they like to be communicated to and how they like to communicate. I have some leaders on my team that they would love if we talked every single day. And then I have some leaders on my team where they would be cool if they just, you know, came to me when they needed me and then we're good to go. So kind of putting everyone in the same exact box to say, hey, this is the one way I communicate, tune in or get out probably won't work. We need to be a little bit more adaptable and meet people uh, where they're at. 
I had one leader who wasn't on some of the same social platforms that I use on a regular basis. So we kind of met in the middle and figured out a spot where we could communicate the very best. Now, the second tip that I have for you is choosing one that is your main source. I think it can get really confusing really fast if you're going from texting to Facebook Messenger, and then there's a little bit of dabbling over here on Instagram, and then you're in some sort of um, communication tool like Voxer. That is the app we have decided as a team uh, to use my upline, my upline's upline, uh, lots of other leaders within the organization, um, within doTERRA, I should say, I use Voxer app. I have now friends that use it uh, outside of doTERRA and it is a really great place for me to really put business conversations. And what I love about this is that I know when I open that app, it will be all business. If I'm not doing the business thing at that moment, I don't have to check that app. More than likely, it will be there. I won't get a message from people in other spots because they know I'm going to check that app every single day, multiple times a day to help them with their business and vice versa. So the second tip is a location, have a location where your business communication is happening. Now, when I had my my team, my paid staff at my marketing company, we used Slack. And I really liked that as well. I mean, prior to having some of these different apps, we would use Facebook Messenger. Well, obviously their Facebook was a personal platform for them or, you know, for them. And so was their phone. I didn't pay for their cell phones. And so texting them, you know, at random times when I would think of a task or think of a question, you know, and outside of business hours, it got a little bit dicey. And so having a spot like Slack or Boxer or what have you, that is specific to your business and that's it can be really, really helpful for everybody to compartmentalize the different conversations that you're having. I had one leader uh, come on uh, to my team and, you know, she, she didn't have boxer and it wasn't something that she checked on a really regular basis. And so I found that she was messaging me in, in a ton of different spots and we lost so much communication. And actually at the moment, she's not even currently a leader on my team. And I believe Uh, you know, she's not an active leader, I should say on my team. And I believe one of the main reasons was that we didn't have one spot to be able to get all questions answered in a timely manner. And so I really, really, really want to challenge you have one spot, um, that is your main place. And now that goes back to, you know, one be fluid and be adaptable. You know, if for some reason, someone won't get that one app that you're using, then make sure you have one other spot that you're talking to them and them alone so that you can be checking on that too. Now, number three, I think this is really crucial and it's, you know, something that you will hear from me a lot throughout these episodes, because I believe so strongly in StrengthsFinder uh, 2.0. I believe so strongly in this. I think every single person should know at least the very least their top five strengths. And you can, you can learn these by grabbing up the StrengthsFinder 2.0 book or any of the books by um, StrengthsFinder. There is a code in the back of each one of these books. It can only be used by one person. And so you want to make sure that you do not buy these used these books used because more than likely that code will be used already. 
or you can go to their website and you pay the same price and you, you can just get the code right away. So knowing your top five strengths, very awesome. Knowing all of your strengths in order, uh, even better, but start out with the first five. And when you know your team strengths and they know yours, vice versa, and you can have conversations about them and really dive into them, it makes your relationship really rich. It helps your team know that you want to know how you can serve and love and work with them the best, your communication will be so much better. When I know that one of my team members, you know, top strengths is empathy, for example, or connectedness or, um, or belief, I'm going to approach them in my communication so much different than the leader that has Uh, strengths that are a little bit more common to mind, like strategic and futuristic and competition. Uh, They all hold really similar and and great weight, Um, you know, but not similar, great. Like I, they all hold like no, no, nothing's, no strength is better than another is what I'm trying to say. But knowing them can truly help you be able to connect with them better. I actually have an entire book and a page dedicated to each one of my leaders where I take notes down like their strengths so that when we do jump on a call for strategy or we do jump on a call just a a chat business or accountability meeting, I can be reminded of their strengths. It's kind of like going to the dentist, you know, they only see you every six months. So, you know, they're checking your files to like, remember all the things about you, unless they're just really that great at memory. Um, But I really like to have uh, that list so I can reference it at any point. Now, last but not least for tips for team communication is I really enjoy being able to do uh, coaching for my team at one time. And so I will do group coaching instead of doing individual meetings here and there. It's something I used to do a lot. We do a weekly group coaching uh, where we all get to talk about our goals, where we all get to be held accountable. And I believe that this is a great time to be able to, you know, share things that are going on in the business, share struggles, share, um, you know, um, celebrations and be able to cheer one another on. Now I am going to get into more detail and actually uh, our podcast tomorrow, all on our weekly accountability meetings. And that's something that I learned from another coach. And I'm going to go into great detail on why these have been so incredibly effective uh, for our team um, in, in the change that we made in the last year from going from individual meetings to uh, group coaching. So just to wrap this all in, up in a pretty bow, four tips for team communication is be fluid, be adaptable. Second is location of your messaging matters, making sure that you are uh, consistent uh, with where that communication is and that it is a place that can be business focused. Third is know your team's strengths. It's important to know uh, what they need. And then fourth, uh, work in a group setting. It's really fantastic uh, for teams. So I hope this was helpful. If you grabbed away uh, some great content, some tips uh, that you are going to implement, shift, change, or even can give yourself a pat on the back, like I've got this, I'm, I'm, this is what I'm doing, awesome. I would though love, love, love to hear from you. Drop a message in my Instagram. Uh, you can find me 
anywhere actually on online at Tina Pettis, but Tina Pettis on Instagram is where I hang out the very most. I'd love to know that you listen to the show. Would love to know your takeaways. And last but not least, if you love this show, I'd love for you to drop a review and just give some context to uh, this podcast and share it with others. So I hope you guys have a great day. Again, we'll be back tomorrow talking all about our weekly accountability meetings. Bye guys.